How's working from home been going for you? Remarkably Remote from GoToMeeting will help you succeed in today's new normal. In just three minutes or less, we'll share simple but helpful tips to keep you on track from managing your motivation, workload, and relationships to hosting and attending virtual events that keep you connected with your clients and colleagues. So check out Remarkably Remote on your favorite podcasting platform or head to gotomeeting.com slash tips. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. This is the Daily Ding, but it's kind of the weekly ding. Happy Tuesday or Monday or Wednesday, really, whenever. Just happy happy life right now if you're safe and everything. We've got the latest coming out of the NBA amid the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Zach Harper. That's Mo Dakil. We have Rob Lopez returning from his brief stint in minor league baseball before we get into the show just want to remind everyone you can take advantage of our special offers right now by going to theathletic.com slash daily ding and get all the best from our team of writers coming up on today's show and of course the show's going forward we've got the latest from around the league as the nba sits in limbo as the world tries to navigate covid19 first up mo the nba and the players association had a call on friday they touched on the bubble idea testing for the virus so much more uh here's some of the main points according to sham Strania and other media reports out there no decision on a return to play and what form that would take needs to be made until june if this season resumes there will be no fans at games uh we can expect games at one or two locations with vegas and disney world at orlando uh, the spots that Silver mentioned. However, there are other sites that are still on the table. Uh, what else do we have? The return there, there would need to be is extensive testing. That seems to be the sticking point, right? More than 10,000 total tests, daily tests of players. Ideally, that's what Adam Silver said, and the ability to have those without taking tests away from cities, states where they are needed. So, Mo, as we continue to figure out if we can get basketball back, testing still seems to be the biggest thing because uh, realistically, we can't get a, a vaccine done anytime soon. That's probably not coming till next year at the earliest so we got to be able to test these guys constantly well yeah i mean that's kind of the end all be all of all of this you know is having the ability to test because you got to find out right away okay this guy has it we need to quarantine him right away and hopefully it hasn't passed to the other players and so on so you know you got to be able to have several tests you got to be able to do it pretty much daily at this point i mean we just saw it with the ufc where they you know a fighter came in and he had a test, boom, they canceled the fight. And luckily, nobody else, none of the other fighters tested positive for it. But you have to have that ability to constantly test. And, you know, if we're going to go in and just say we'll go straight into the playoffs, you know, that's a lot of tests still. That's still 16 teams and all of that stuff. Like, it's just not easy. And until you have that and you feel comfortable that you're able to do that, and on top of that, not take away from the resources in the city in which you're in, you know, you, you really can't do much till you have that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it said, you know, if testing is is enough, then a player who tests positive could be isolated without having to shut everything down, which I think has been the other fear outside of just general player safety, right? It's like, all right, what if someone else gets it? Then do we have to shut everything down and cancel the season instead of just suspending it again? Because we are on a bit of a time crunch here. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing that could happen to the league is them coming back and then having to suspend because uh, three or four guys on one team ha- has it you know, and, and they'll have to suspend and shut everything down. And I think that's also part of the play. And, 
maybe doing it in two locations, doing it maybe in Vegas and Orlando at least, so that you can at least have the Western Conference separated from the Eastern Conference. And eventually, you know, whatever, if, if one area has to shut down, at least they got the West going for a bit or or whatnot. And I think that's really the true challenge in this whole thing. And because here's the honest truth, Zach, somebody's going to test positive, right? Like there's just just by the you odds of think it. so, right. You, you know, and it, not anybody's fault or anything like that. It's just the odds. It's, it's going to happen. So you have to figure out you have to have a really good plan for how you're going to be able to react to that. And this thing's so fluid, it's, it's hard to figure out day to day. Eh, it might be someone's fault. You know, well, not, every, uh, not everyone's being uh, safe right now. It might be someone's fault. Uh, that's a good point. That's uh, a good point. <laughs> if the league does restart, uh, there'll be at least three weeks of training camp before the games again to get these guys back into uh, some form of basketball shape. Adam Silver said that all 30 owners are willing to bring teams back for the regular season, although there has been um, some concerns expressed at those teams that are out of the playoffs, right? And and the expenses that it, that it would cause, especially when the league is hemorrhaging money right now. Um, however, he said uh, he admitted that as the lockdown heads into the summer it may not be possible to play enough games for the teams out of the playoffs to catch the teams that are already in they might just go straight to the playoffs like you mentioned um it's possible there will be no fans of the games at the start of next season as well just depends on how widely available a potential vaccine is um silver tried to make that very clear to players like you will not be playing in front of people anytime soon (laughs) right yeah and and that's that's a fair assumption i mean it's gonna be a long time i think before we have a vaccine it's not listen i I don't want to rush the vaccine process. You know, I want a vaccine that works. I don't want to, I don't want them to skip steps or whatever. However long it takes to develop a vaccine, that's how long it takes. And, you know, if that means we don't have fans in, in, in arenas, I'm okay with that. If that means I don't get to go to games, that's fine. You know, and I think that's something the, the players have to expect. I think that's something the fans have to respect. Like, this is just going to be the new normal for a while. We saw it even with the UFC fight, no fans, and it was actually a pretty fun experience. Like, Zach, could you imagine being able to actually hear the trash talk? I, there's no way they would allow that, right? They got to, I mean, you, what UFC on pay-per-view is one thing. <laughs> NBA on ABC Sundays is another thing where you kind of you got to still keep working the mute on those uh, those rim mics. There's no I way. I would pay extra. I would pay extra. This is a way to make up revenues. So, I mean, I so would pay would extra. I. I don't know that that is doable <laughs> to start squeezing fans out of extra. The economy is the way it is. Uh, the league is taking an unprecedented financial hit. You mentioned no fans. We mentioned no fans. 40% of the league's revenue comes from fans in the form of ticket sales and game revenue, not to mention merchandise sales. Um, that and the telev- television games lost this season. Uh, players and owners are going to have to make these financial sacrifices and silver emphasize that the hard decisions are coming and he wants to work with the players. It's not just going to be a dictatorship, right? He wants to try to figure out what's most fair for everyone, but not everyone's going to be happy. So Mo, what happens if a player tests positive? I pretended you asked, well, Sean Strani of the athletics said that Adam silver told the players there likely would be a two day break, but the details of that need to be negotiated with the players union uh, said, we're going to have to find a way to work through this. He told Adam Silver told the players this could turn out to be the single greatest challenge of all of our lives until there's a vaccine or some magical cocktail that prevents people from dying from this virus. We're going to be dealing with it collectively. I think it's just another reminder, Mo, that this is a long time, right? Like this isn't like, oh, we had a couple of months off. Like this is a very stark reality of like this is going to be a long time of getting used to some kind of new normal, if you want to call it that. Yeah, no, this is going to be a while, guys. Like, buckle, I mean, you know, buckle down and, and it's going to be uncomfortable. And there's there's not a plan out there that involves no risk. All of this has risk involved to 
you know, how much is, is dependent on the plan, but you know, this is something that the players are going to have to deal with. You know, I, I kind of appreciate that silver has a, seems to have a pretty good relationship with the players where he can jump on the call and be candid. I mean, right. Stern might've taken a bit of a different approach, you know, in this scenario. And I think the, the players feel comfortable with it too. It doesn't seem like he's in a rush to, Hey, we're just going to put you guys out there and good luck. You know, it feels like we might get from other leagues and other sports. Uh, So I think there's a little bit of give and take with that. And I think the players are going to have to sacrifice some. And I think the owners are as well as we go through this process. And, you know, even trying to figure out what is the plan, you know, the two day break. Okay, well, let's you know, they're going to have to fine tune that and get more details into that as as we go through this process. Yeah. And and Jared Dudley kind of. Got everyone's eyebrows raised until it was clarified uh, a couple days ago. But it was, you know, he, I believe Mark Stein had said, it's been two months of us not having this, right? And then Jared Dudley said, two months down, one to go, to which people thought, oh, we'll be back in a month. And it's like, no, 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 no. We're just getting that decision in a month, guys. It's still not uh, not going to see basketball anytime soon. Yeah, and even then, you know, what Silver said was it didn't even sound like they have to make the call at the beginning of June. It was like, no, we can make some this point, l- yeah. some point in June. So, you know, so everybody who's penciling June 1st as a decision, pump the brakes. We don't know when a decision is going to come. So we're just in that limbo scenario. It sucks. But you know what? I'd rather that than just pure chaos that is going on. As the COVID-19 outbreak continues across the United States, more school districts are closing. And for the millions of kids who normally eat free or reduced price meals at school, this could mean no longer having breakfast or lunch. You can help make sure children get the meals they need by donating now at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Yeah, and you, you mentioned that it was the relationship between Silver and the players um, is very encouraging. Zach Collins uh, of the Blazers spoke to uh, Jason Quick of The Athletic, said, I feel confident after hearing him talk that we will play again. It just might not be for a while. The way he was talking, there will be some kind of regular season, whether it's a tournament or not as many games. There's going to be something. There's too many teams, especially in the West, that can make the playoffs. And he was speaking like there's a lot of time to finish everything. So that was encouraging to hear. Um, I do wonder if we're actually going to get regular season games. I I don't think we are, if I had to just guess. And you know what? I, I get it. It sucks for the teams that, that almost were there. But, you know, you had 60-something games. You know, it's not like, you know, we just played 20. Okay, now we're going into it. You, we've played a, a, a lot of games here. And just an unfortunate situation. It's not, a, uh, it's not ideal, obviously. This isn't the way anybody wants this to play out. But if I just think just on the pure fact, Zach, of the number of tests you'd have to do, it's easier if you just go straight into the playoffs and instead of having more teams involved in the bubble and more more odds of somebody else having the, the disease and spreading it. So I think it's just one of those things, man. It's just uh, tough luck, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe you shouldn't have lost some of those games you lost in the beginning of the year. Yeah, play better earlier. You won't put yourself in that position for when regular global season pandemic uh, hits, right? <laughs> regular season games matter, Zach. That's what I've heard they don't, but maybe they finally do <laughs> thanks to the coronavirus. Uh, by the way, the collective bargaining agreement allows the NBA in the event of a force majeure event. Uh, including an epidemic like this one. 
that it makes it economically impractical for the NBA to perform its obligations under this agreement to terminate the CBA within 60 days of the force majeure event. By the way, we're on day 61. So the NBA and the Players Association agreed to an agreement uh, to extend through September the 60-day window that preserves the league's right to terminate the CBA in the wake of the pandemic. That's what sources told ESPN. The original 60-day window was closing early this week. Pushing back uh, the deadline allows the league and the union to keep getting a clear picture of economic losses and bargain on a lot of the crucial financial stuff uh, that's going on, including salary cap, luxury tax, all that stuff. Uh, Mo, this is it's kind of just like paperwork at this point, but it's a it is a big deal because it just keeps kicking the can down the road in a good way to where they're giving themselves flexibility to not just completely blow up this league right now. Yeah, like why kind of create more tension? And it, within the players union and the and the ownership and things like that. And again, I think that goes back to Silver's relationship with the players union and and working with them and kind of being a sympathetic ear to the guys and, and allowing them to kind of figure it out. And there's no rush in this. It's not like we're we're trying to get games off tomorrow. So I think, you know, let's get a look at the lay of the land 60 days from now and see where we're at. I mean, I think uh, MLB is trying to get baseball started, but it, it might not even start because the, the union and the, the owners can't come to an agreement right. in terms of pay, you know? So it's like, instead of having this kind of chaos, at least they're just saying like, let's just wait, let's settle down. I kind of like this patient approach overall from the NBA and, and not really rushing to anything. It's would be nice if we had more clarity, but, the fact of the matter is in this world right now, we don't have clarity across the board. So, you know, they're just being playing it smart and let's just be patient and, and figure it out. So I kind of think this is just another smart decision they're making. Adam Silver on the call with the Players Association said the CBA was not built for an extended pandemic. There's not a mechanism in it that works to properly accept a cap. When you've got so much uncertainty, uh, they'd be going the next season saying the $10 billion uh, in revenue could be $10 billion or it could be $6 billion. That's a huge gap, Mo. That is a <laughs> yeah, four a billion dollar gap. That is really and yeah, sure, you can still say, well, they're still getting six billion dollars. Yes, but it was set up to get ten billion dollars, and so that is a <laughs> massive loss. Yeah, that's not easy, man. Anybody who's kind of taken that lightly, uh, just think about your income getting cut forty percent, because that's essentially what that is, and uh, I think that's the issue there. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not something to sneeze at, Zach. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, speaking of losses, Pau Gasol said he would love to finish his career with the Lakers. <laughs> Mo, is he lost right now? What? I thought he retired. I'm at a loss for words. I I thought he retired as well. I didn't know. Uh, I thought he was going into coaching. I didn't know this was. Uh, maybe this is him trying to make his uh, second comeback and and having a resurgence with the Lakers. I mean, hell, if you're going to try to chase a ring, you might as well do it on the Lakers. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's that's a that's definitely a, a good plan, you know, assuming that we get basketball back and LeBron isn't like 50 years old by the time we get basketball back. Right. Uh, this is from Ryan Ward of <laughs> Clutch Points. It's something that has been on my mind, kind of like the potential of maybe finishing or playing my last year with the Lakers would be great. It's appealing, if you will. But the opportunity never really kind of presented itself in a serious official manner. I have a great relationship and love for Jeannie and the Lakers organization, the city of Los Angeles, which is always going to be. Uh, or remain extremely meaningful to me no matter what but we'll see i really thought he was retired yeah i, I mean i guess you can come back even... you can unretire but i just i thought he was gone i mean i had no idea where this was coming from <laughs> when i first saw I it i thought was like it was okay. something that like accidentally made its way into the dock from like three years ago i didn't i, I know he played more recently than that but i 
did not know. Three years ago, before the Daily Ding. Before the Daily Ding. <laughs> All right. Falcon star Zion Williamson asked in lawsuit from a former manager to admit he received illicit benefits at Duke. The Athletics legal analyst, uh, Danny Wallach, shared some of the documents filed in Florida. Williamson's former marketing agent has served requests for admission in their lawsuit asking him to admit that he received money, benefits, favors, or other things of value to attend Duke University and to wear and or use Nike and Adidas. Zion will not have to answer those requests for admission, uh, at least not for several months. They were filed in Florida lawsuit that is on hold while uh, he challenges personal jurisdiction on the appeal. He's under no obligation to answer them. Um... All right, Mo, it's I'm not accusing <laughs> anything, but like players are getting 200 grand to go to crate, right? You're, you're I'm, right. Ju- I'm not saying Zion took anything. I'm just saying I'd be shocked to hear news that a high level prospect didn't take something from a school. Um, I don't care about the NCAA's rules. I know that's not how it works, but I do not care about them. I don't care if they get violated. Uh, again, they, that's not how this works. But if you read the documents, it's weird. It's it's all this like, admit you did this. Admit you yeah, took this. Right? Admit you did that. I'm like, is this a ransom note or a, or a legal document? It was definitely threatening. You know, the way you read it, it was just kind of like, damn, like you're really coming at them. Uh, but the, for me, I don't care. I'm with you. I don't care about I actually don't even care about college sports in general. Pay the players is my opinion and all that stuff and things like that. The only thing that I'm OK with about this, Zach, is I'm just tired of all the dookies who pretend they're squeaky clean and their program never does anything and all this stuff, you know, I'm just, I just want them to admit like, look guys, you, 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 you cheat too. It's okay. Yeah. I understand it. Look, uh, allegedly they just started changing to, to one and dones after decades of not doing it. Listen, he got coach K would get all American McDonald's, all American guys to come to his school and sit on the bench. Like, tell me that dude's not getting paid to be quiet when he could have just gone to some other school and been a starter. Like, you know, there's all these things. So I I just I'm tired of the the dookies thinking they're squeaky clean, you know, when honestly, they're probably just as dirty as everybody else. So uh, overall, I don't care. I think you should pay Zion to go to your school. Yeah, I think you should make a lot of money. (laughs) You know, the amount of money he brought into the school. So I don't really care in that sense. But uh, the, the only like I said, the only thing is just like, man, they all do it, man. What's the phrase? If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Yeah. Speaking of Carolina people getting paid, if you want to listen to the last dance stuff tomorrow, Tuesday, Basket Buds, the back to back podcast, we're going to recap episodes seven and eight of the last dance, the Chicago Bulls which is really just a Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN right now that is saving our sports-starved lives, uh, at least from boredom when it comes to consuming some kind of entertainment on a weekly basis. Uh, We can have that and a lot more. That's going to do it for the Daily Ding. Don't forget about the other shows. As I mentioned, back-to-back, we have No Dunks, we have Tampering, Hoops Adjacent, House of Strauss, all that, plus the team-specific podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. Uh, Thanks for waking up with us or going to bed with us or just listening to us. That's a better way of putting it, Mo. Uh, that that's going to do for the show. Please stay safe. Please wash your hands. Please wear a mask. Please stay isolated if you can. Don't be rude to people, and uh, we will hopefully get through this together. Mo, hit me with the sign off. Ding ding. <laughs>